You're listening to Managing in the Middle, a podcast about ways to make work suck less. Today, we're going to talk about having a great one-on-one with your direct report. The first thing I think that's really important to call out is that if you have read anything about Radical Candor or SBI as a feedback framework, then you know that feedback needs to be given in the moment when it happens. We don't want to store it up and we don't want to wait until the next one-on-one to be able to say, hey, this went really well or this didn't go so well and here's why. So, what I want to talk about today is how to have a good one-on-one and how to structure your week so that it's really effective for both you and your direct report. The first thing, Dave, I want to talk about is a one-on-one is not a whip. Contentious, I know. What do you think about this? Well, it's as you said, if you're using the one-on-one to give feedback to your direct report, you're doing it wrong. That's not the intent of a good one-on-one and even a bad one-on-one probably shouldn't have that in it. It's an opportunity for you to get information and to give information. It's not an opportunity to beat up on someone or even praise them because it's too late. Yeah. So, the first thing that is really important and sometimes gets missed a bit is to have an agenda. And the way that you can always do this is by having some kind of template or guide that you can give to your direct reports around an agenda, but actually get those guys to do it at least an hour before your meeting. So, they actually should be driving the agenda for your one-on-one. And Ideally, you've had an opportunity to have a look at what's in the one-on-one list before you get to catch up. The good thing about getting them to look at an agenda first too is it removes any fear. This is not a performance review. This is not a whipping session. Once they see the agenda, it's about what they need, how you can help them, all that sort of stuff that takes away the fear and makes the whole process a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the value of a one-on-one is actually really a coaching you know, if, you're, if you've sort of started to implement some coaching practices in the way that you lead, depending on who that is and in which circumstance, then the idea is that you're actually more guiding that person through their concerns, their issues, any kind of issues with, their, with stakeholders or challenges in the way that they're approaching their work. And then on the other side, it's a way to always focus back on career goals and development plans as well. Yeah, anything short-term like what roadblocks are you facing, things like that, that should have come out before the one-on-one, right? So, if it's to do with their day-to-day work, you probably should have already dealt with it. But if you're talking about career, if you're talking about overarching issues, if you're talking about how you relate to them, what do they need from you, these are the things that can really make a one-on-one very useful. Yeah, so really I feel like what's in the toolkit for the one-on-one is some really well-oiled coaching questions. So this can really be around where's a recent situation that you could have handled differently? You know, how can we help you today with your long-term career goals? Is there an area outside of your current role where you'd like to be involved? This is all about the development of that person, whether that be for the role that they're in now or whether that's, you know, continuing to coach them into something that they're looking to do in the future. 
but and you can also get you know basic admin out of the way too i mean when when are the holidays coming up are they taking enough holidays are they looking after themselves are you helping them look after themselves are they hitting all the administrative needs of the team these are things you're probably not going to mention on a day-to-day basis so this is a good opportunity to get that stuff there done too Yeah. Well, I think the other thing that is really useful in a one-on-one for you to think about and for your direct report to think about is looking at it in three areas. So, you know, project, which is what are the challenges of the actual thing that you're working on? People, are there any kind of people issues or things that need to be worked on? And sort of patterns. So, are there behaviours that you can kind of help with coaching people so that they're actually building their own resilience, building their own kind of muscle in solving those problems themselves as well. And really what you want to do over time is make your people more competent, more successful, more self-sufficient, which in turn puts a lot less pressure on you. So I think a big part of that one-on-one is to really flex that coaching muscle and help people kind of solve their own problems over time through some really, you know, careful questions and and really using that time to bond and spend time with people to understand them better. Yeah, it can be as simple as asking someone what's been on their mind. What have you been thinking about this week? What's on your mind? Have you been happy this week? Do you have feedback for me? These things create a connection and you get an overall feel of how that person's going and what you can do to improve their situation, if anything. 100%. So, could be a little bit different to the way that you're having one-on-ones at the moment, but if you're employing the right feedback tactics in the moment and you're really being able to deliver feedback promptly and succinctly when it's actually happening, then should free up some time for your one-on-ones to actually start building capability in your people. If you want some more tips on one-on-ones and some ideas, then you can definitely check out the website Know Your Team that's run by someone called Claire Lou. And we'll have a bunch of different resources in the show notes for you as well. Happy reading, happy meeting. 